It's not that we're flawless. It's not that we never make mistakes. It's just that every time we, we run across, oops, there's a flaw, we run to God and say, here, I lay this at your feet. Help me out. Deliver me from this. Every time we blunder, every time we fall short of the glory, we run to him. We're walking towards him. God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out his spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring, and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. God spoke to Abram and said, walk before me and be perfect. So is it really possible to walk before him and be perfect? Can you do it? Yes, you can. (laughs) Stay tuned and we're going to share with you how you can do it too. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so glad that you're with us. We look forward to sharing these things from our hearts with you today. But before we get started, we want to encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net. You can give us feedback on how the Lord is using this podcast in your life. You can uh, give a donation to help us keep going with this podcast and you can uh, see our blogs and look at our bookstore and look at our podcast list. There's lots of things that are available to you there. So be sure to check things out and check out what we're going to be doing soon. We've got events coming up that you'll want to join in with. So today we're kind of jumping off uh, our springboard today is uh, from some things that Etienne Blom said when he was with us in October, and you can go to our website, and there's a a place there where you can click on our YouTube channel, or you can just go to YouTube and look up, I think it's on Facebook too, you can look up uh, the, the sessions that we recorded from the New Identity, New Life series. It was three meetings that we had together with Etienne Blom. And in in his session one, he said some things that I want to share with you and uh, give you some vision for how you can walk before the Lord and be perfect and what that means and uh, how how it pertains to us, how we can really be successful in this. So while Etienne was talking, he shared about an incident that had happened just about three weeks before Uh, before he was with us. And he said that he was taken up into the spirit. He was translated, transported, and he stood next to Jesus. And Jesus said, let me show you something. And the next minute, Etienne heard a rumbling. And I'm I'm just going to read it the way that he said it. Uh, Everything was shaking. And I was reminded, uh, talking about the book of Revelation and talks about the wars and the rumblings and the sound. He says, I saw a cloud coming. There was lightning coming out of it. And as I looked back out of the clouds, suddenly in the forefront, Jesus stepped out. And the whole cloud was glory fire. Hmm. Now, wow. remember, we're our, the name of our ministry is Global Outpouring. And this is the Global Outpouring podcast. And our heart is that we're contending for the outpouring, equipping for the outpouring so that we can engage in the outpouring. And this is a picture of the outpouring that God wants to do. Yes. Uh, this, yeah. this cloud of glory fire. 
and I'm going on reading now. And Jesus walked with his hands stretched out to the side. And as he walked, the cloud followed him. So everything behind him got filled in glory. And then he said, this is my season of glory. This is what Jesus said. This is my season of glory. So the reality is when he explained it to me, he said, you have the same ability wherever you walk, whatever you leave behind, you've got a capacity to fill it with glory. So what happens whenever I walk, everything behind me will encounter and guide the glory of God. In other words, wherever we're going, wherever he he leads us to go, if we're following his leading, the glory cloud will come behind us. You see that picture? You see, this is busy walking with intent. That is your daily walk. Are you walking with intent? That's how you're going to get more of God, in walking with intent. It's It's not a place of visitation. It's not that we're going to get together to worship, to encounter God, uh, that we're going to sit in our homes quickly for an hour to do Bible study. It's not that we're going to have an hour of prayer. It's in the fullness of encounter 24 hours a day, every second. You see that all that it all has to do with love. So in short, the year that we're in now, that's that's what's in the year that we're in now. Mm-hmm. This glory cloud is is something we need to be expecting now, yes. but it has to do with walking in love and walking before him. So he goes on a little bit later in, in the message, and he says in Genesis 17, 1, he spoke to Abram and said, Abram, obey me, habitually walk towards me, walk in front of me, and habitually walk in front of me. And so he's explaining that Habitually walking in front of me doesn't mean I walk and God follows me. The original scripture says, walk towards me and gaze upon my faces. You know, oh, usually yes, uh-huh. the the word face is often found in the plural, panim. And what's the key word? Habitually. Habitually, yes. It means habit. Exactly. Make it a habit. Make it a habit. So it's automatic. Right. <laughs> and you just keep practicing and you mm-hmm. just keep practicing. I know that, that one of the, the biggest takeaways that I got from Brother Lawrence's book, The Practice of the Presence of God, was that when you're learning this practice, and I'm still practicing, when you're learning this practice, don't beat yourself when you discover that you're outside of the presence, that you're uh, unaware of the presence, that you've walked away. Just let him draw you back and co- just come back. Just keep coming back. Mm. He's, just, al- he's always there. He's always there and he's waiting for you to come back. Yeah. He's, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like if you're out walking with, with a little child or maybe walking a dog, you know, if walking mm-hmm. a dog. Imagine um, if you've ever walked a dog, you know that a dog will walk along and walk along and all of a sudden he'll stop and he'll kind of do this and that and you know if it's a male dog in particular he's going to mark every tree and mark every car and mark and, and then he sees a squirrel <laughs> right and 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 he gets distracted but there's there's a leash mm-hmm. if you've got a hold of the leash god has us on a leash as it were i mean not literally but but it you get the picture mm-hmm. with walking a dog that when we get distracted we're he's still there and he's waiting for us to come back 
Yeah. Don't get frustrated. Don't get angry. Because when you get upset with yourself for not having stayed put and not having stayed focused, all that's doing is raising the stress level. And that keeps you out of his presence. Yeah. His presence is in that place of rest. When you're resting in him, when you're you're putting your eyes on him and just trusting him in him, that's that's where that comes. So um, let's just look a little bit deeper in, in Genesis 17.1. I'll just read it out of the Amplified, a few verses. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the Almighty God. Walk and live habitually before me and be perfect, blameless, wholehearted, complete. And I will make my covenant solemn pledge between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, As for me, behold, my covenant, solemn pledges with you, and you shall be the father of many nations. Nor shall your name any longer be Abram, high exalted father, but your name shall be Abraham, father of a multitude, for I have made you the father of many nations, and I will make you exceedingly fruitful, And I will make nations of you, and kings will come from you. And I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you through their generations for an everlasting solemn pledge to be a God to you and your posterity after you. And he goes on to talk about how he's going to give the land of Canaan to the descendants. And then he introduces the covenant of circumcision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, it's interesting that all of this is... Boom, 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 step by step in this chapter. First, he gives orders, walk before me habitually, walk in front of me, not in front as though as though God is following you, mm-hmm. but walk in front of God as walking towards him mm-hmm. and be perfect. Now, to me, as I've meditated on this, and I've been meditating on it ever since Etienne was with us, it's several months now. As I'm meditating on this, I see that it's not just that we should walk before him and keep our eyes on him, but that in walking before him, he gives us a grace to obey him. He gives us that drawing towards him, Mm -hmm. and it's in our relationship with him that we come into this maturity, that we come into this um, completeness because of of the interaction with him. In other words, let me say it this way, it's not our action of walking that makes us perfect. It's our it's our direction. Mm-hmm. Our direction. <laughs> and yeah. and and his direct his what he's directing towards us. Mm-hmm. His love covers. So when we make a blunder, when we make a mistake, he keeps drawing us back and he's given us sacrifice sacrifices to atone for our blunders yeah and our last podcast it was called whenever you blunder it's forgivable there is hope and peter was the main subject you know he he blew it big time you know about mm. denying the lord but then in the book of acts it was the same thing he would walk and the very shadow mm-hmm. of peter would heal people Right. Didn't have to lay hands on him. That's exactly right. It was his shadow. And I think this is a good example of what Etienne was talking about. Mm-hmm. With, 
your hands out just walking by and the presence just followed him, just yes. his shadow. Yes, and the glory changes things. Yeah. But it's an interesting thing to me too, though, that as for, first in, in Genesis 17, first God says, walk before me and be perfect. And then he changes his name. Hmm. Yeah, from Abraham to Abraham. Yeah, it's the Yeah. It's not the Not the It's a, it's a it, it's it's that breath, and what I see is that it's the breath the same way that he breathed into Adam and made him a living soul. Mm-hmm. Same word. It, well, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same breath. It's this, it's the same principle that uh-huh. it's the it's breath that gives life, and up to that point, here's Abram, ninety nine years old. He did succeed in having Ishmael. But there's something about the life that God wanted to put in him to change him from being this father of one, basically, to a father of nations. Nations, yeah. And it's the that he added to his name that gave him life. And mm. the and the that was added to Sarah's name from Sarai to Sarah. Mm. And and that that gave life. So Recently, and I, we may have talked about this on an earlier podcast, but recently I was studying and discovered that the first word in the the Hebrew concordance is spelled Aleph Bet, which are the first two letters, mm-hmm. and it means father. It's pronounced Av, Av because uh-huh. because Bet is sometimes a b sound and sometimes a v sound. Oh, I say abba. And so you have abba, but you also have av. Av, uh-huh. av means father. So really, it, Avraham. Father. Uh, Avraham yeah. is his name in, in Hebrew, yeah. and not Abraham. Yeah. But it that has that sound. Mm-hmm. So when you take the, the word father, spelled Aleph Bet, and you put a in the middle of it, it spells the word ahav which is the word for love. Love, uh-huh, okay. So our father is love. love. So when he adds that to your life, when he adds his breath to your life, he's adding he's adding life that comes from his love for you. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that love gives you the grace to love him back. And when you love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself because he's given you the grace to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that is that successful life of walking before him perfect. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. But it comes from his love. Mm-hmm. It comes from the fullness of what he's done for us. It's that it's that higher power. And 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 at the same time he gives him circumcision. Well, we're not going to talk about it in depth, but the idea is that there is excess flesh that you don't need. And if you want to talk about the 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 works of the flesh, you can see them all in in uh, Galatians chapter five, right before it talks about the fruit of the spirit. You know, for years I only ever went to that part, the fruit of the spirit, in Galatians chapter five, and then I discovered that before you get to the fruit of the spirit, it's exposing the works of the flesh, <laughs> exposing them. So. Galatians 5 in the Amplified, verse 16 says, But I say walk and live habitually 
in the Holy Spirit, responsive and controlled and guided by the Spirit, then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are opposed to the flesh, godless human nature. For these are antagonistic to each other, continually withstanding and in conflict with each other so that you are not free, but are prevented from doing what you desire to do. The flesh mm. is that distraction. Yeah. Always yeah. screaming at us. Mm -hmm. So circumcision gets rid of that flesh, so to speak. I mean, the, the circumcision in the flesh is a picture of getting rid of the fleshly nature. So, you know, it, it goes on to list the the things that are that are fleshly practices, um, immorality, impurity, indecency, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, ill temper, selfishness, divisions, dissensions, party spirit, factions, sects with, with peculiar opinions, heresies, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. All of that stuff, that's the works of the, of the flesh. And those are the things that are not walking before God perfect. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> when, when we're having those flesh flashes, yeah. that's imperfection uh, on on wheels, and God wants to deliver us. But as we're as we're walking before Him in that love relationship, that's walking in that perfection, and we can do that because of the grace of God that enables us. Grace isn't something that that gives us a license to sin. Grace is what gives us the ability to say no to sin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, what happened when Solomon had completed the building of the temple? Obviously, it was his people that did it. He didn't get out there with a hammer and, <laughs> and uh, all that sort of thing. But, but uh, he made a huge deal at that time when it was finished, and he called everybody to come, and he sacrificed thousands and thousands of sacrifices, and he made a long, beautiful oh, prayer. prayer, beautiful prayer, really, really inspired by the Holy Spirit. And when he was done, what, what happened? Philip, you've got a scripture there. First Me. Kings chapter 8, starting with verse 54. And it was so that when Solomon had made an end of praying all this prayer and supplication unto the Lord, he arose from before the altar of the Lord, from kneeling on his knees, with his hands spread up to heaven. And he stood and blessed all the congregation of Israel with a loud voice, saying, Blessed be the Lord that hath given rest unto his people Israel, according to all that he promised. There hath not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised by the hand of Moses his servant. The Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. Let him not leave us nor forsake us, that he may incline our hearts unto him, to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments, and his statutes, and his judgments, which he commanded our fathers. And let these my words, wherewith I have made supplication before the Lord, be nigh unto the Lord our God day and night, that he maintain the cause of his servant, and the cause of his people Israel at all times, as the matter shall require." that all the people of the earth may know that the Lord is God and that there is none else. Let your heart therefore be perfect with the Lord our God to walk in his statutes 
and to keep his commandments as at this day. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That that was the blessing that he spoke over Israel after yeah. he had prayed all these prayers, after he had offered all these offerings, and just before the cloud came in. And uh, everything happened, and the priests couldn't stand for the because of the glory. Yes. But now let's look at what he says that is that is uh, the keys here that would be the keys to how, how this connects to what we've been talking about it says in verse 58 that god may incline our hearts to him to walk in all his ways so we're asking him to cause our hearts to be toward him yeah mm-hmm. and sometimes sometimes that's a painful process. Mm-hmm. If we're if we're distracted by the world, he knows exactly what it's going to take to get our hearts turned back toward him. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you go through stuff, you know, like yeah. the prodigal son. He he went off and li- spent all of his money on riotous living, and then oops, it's all gone. Now what am I going to do? All my friends are gone. I, they were my friends while I had money. <laughs> yeah. But now that the money's gone, so are the friends. So are the friends what yeah. kind of friends are those? Not real ones. No. Fair but, weather. Yeah. And then he found himself among the pigs, feeding pigs. Here's a good Jewish boy, right? Yeah. And, and pigs are unclean, but he's gone into a far country. And so now he's feeding pigs. And there's a famine in the land, and there's nothing for him to eat. So he's eating the pig food. And then. He comes to himself. Yeah. And our Father is so faithful to work in our hearts to incline us back to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even those of us who are now trying to follow him in this, in this way that we're talking about, to walk before him and be perfect, it still requires that we keep coming back, that we keep, keep coming back, just keep habitually coming back. Mm-hmm. And coming back and keeping our eyes on him and serving him with gladness and serving him out of our love for him. We're, oh, what did Jesus say to his disciples uh, on, on the night he was betrayed? He said, if you love me, keep my, keep commandments. my commandments. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's about love. Yeah. Love one another as I have loved you and lay down my life for you. It's a love walk. Mm-hmm. And as we walk the love walk, it, it really gets... Uh, does it get easier? I think we keep getting tested. But the <laughs> yeah. more we make the right choices, the easier it is to make the next right choice. Yeah. And the more we make wrong choices, the easier it is to make the next wrong choice. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, that's just the way that's it is. That's the way it it's is, It's yeah. kind of like gravity, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're serving, is, it's, it's just going to keep getting easier. If your heart is, is calloused, it's going to keep getting more calloused mm-hmm. the more you turn away from God. But if you're, if you're really wanting to serve God, just keep coming back. Just keep coming back. You can do this. You can do this. It's possible. Mm-hmm. And, but here's what I love. In verse 60 of 1 Kings chapter 8, it says the, the whole purpose of this, as we walk before him and we because we're walking before him, that glory is going to follow us. And that glory makes his name known. Now, now mm-hmm. in, in our most of our Bibles, most of our English Bibles, 
substitute the words the Lord instead of his name. But it's specifically talking about in verse 60 that all the earth's people may know that Jehovah is God. Jehovah. Jehovah. That's his name. It, it's, a, it's a shortened form of he who was and who is and who is to come. How beautiful is that? Yeah. It's, it's all about his presence. And every time we declare his name, we're declaring his presence. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, um, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, he was giving us a clue that it's important for us to use his name mm-hmm. and speak his name. So this is about letting all the earth's people know that he's God and there is no other. All these other gods are false gods. Yeah. They're not really gods. And people are serving them as though they were something mm-hmm. to be served. Yeah. But And they're walking before those gods instead of walking before the one true God. And verse 61 says, Let your hearts therefore be blameless and wholly true to the Lord our God to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments as at the as today see it's about having our hearts toward him let your hearts be blameless and wholly true to our god walking in his statutes is is about our hearts it's about walking in love towards him so let's bring it into the new testament what do you have okay in colossians chapter 1 and in verse 10 we pray that you would walk in the ways of true righteousness, pleasing God in every good thing you do. Then you'll become fruit-bearing branches, yielding to his life, and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in his fullness. And we pray that you would be energized with all his explosive power from the realm of his magnificent glory, filling you with great hope. Isn't that just what Etienne was describing? Okay, let's read one more here. Okay, go for it. (laughs) Your hearts can soar with joyful gratitude when you think of how God made you worthy to receive the glorious inheritance freely given to us by living in the light. Mm -hmm. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of his beloved Son. For in the Son all our sins are canceled and we have the release of redemption through his very blood. Mm. Yeah, isn't that wonderful? Beautiful. Wow. Read that part about the glory again. And we pray that you would be energized with all his explosive power from the realm of his magnificent glory, yeah. filling you with great hope. That is great hope. it. Great. And when you're filled with great hope, other things can just bounce off. It's true. You know, staying in that place. Staying in mm. that place, practicing it. Yeah. It's about practicing walking habitually. Walking habitually with a, with an eye for the glory. Mm-hmm. With an expectation of his glory, with a release of his glory. We we are releasing his glory as we walk before him. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, mm-hmm. yeah. it's about releasing his glory where wherever you go. Yeah. Keep your mm-hmm. eyes on him. You can walk before him and be perfect because he is enabling you to do so. He has given us his Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us, to help us, to 
as as I read before from Galatians 5, it's about walking by the leading of the Spirit so that we don't fulfill the lusts of the flesh, yeah. the desires, all those strong things that are, that are trying to lead us into wrong things. Mm-hmm. As we walk with him, as we walk before him, as we walk keeping our eyes on him, as we walk with with our love towards him, yes, amen. that is what makes us perfect in his eyes. It's not that we're flawless. It's not that we never make mistakes. It's just that every time we, we run across, oops, there's a flaw, we run to God and say, here, I lay this at your feet. Help me out. Deliver me from this. Every time we blunder, Every time we fall short of the glory, we run to him. We're walking towards him. It's, it's in, it's, the prodigal turned around and walked the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the literal meaning of repent in, in Hebrew is to return. Turn yourself. Come back. You, you turned away. Now return. Come back. Come back to him and walk before him and be perfect. You can do this. Yes, amen. Because he gives you the grace. And practice makes perfect. Exactly. So. Complete. (laughs) Get a vision for this. Get a vision that this is possible for you. Mm -hmm. You can do this. Not Not by setting your flesh on doing it, but by setting your spirit towards your father. That's the real you. The one that makes mistakes is not the real you. That's the blundering part of your flesh. <laughs> but the real you is your spirit. Yeah. So l- walk in the spirit so that you won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh, so that you will be able to be that perfect, blameless one. Amen. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.